Patrick, it's your podcast. It is Tuesday, and we have a guest. We do. All right, who's here? Ronica Cleary. Ronica Cleary. Of course, I'm a big fan. Former political reporter here. Yep. And um, what are you doing now? What am I doing now, Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I started a business and Cleary Strategies. Nice. And I was Catchy name. I hope so. People say that. I think they're just being polite. Uh, and I worked on a few campaigns. I worked on a Senate race and a congressional race. And now that the election season is a little slower, I'm like, trying to expand the business and take on some non-political clients. I love my heart is in politics, so I'll be back in the 2020 game. But that's what I do. I do communications consulting. I get people on TV. We get people on Fox 5 soon. Oh, that's you know. amazing. And wait, no, are you getting into crisis management or am I just dreaming this for my no, own? No, you said that we talked about that. I Everybody needs crisis management and working with politicians is a is a what great way to have it. I mean, every day. For Patrick. You know, what <laughs> I suggest for Patrick? Probably not do the podcast. That, that opens himself up to a need for crisis communication. You're the one getting married this year. You need crisis management. Please, I've no. already been through several no, crises. No, Sarah, you got it. You don't need crisis management. Oh because God. you're authentic. Well, you're who you are. That's I feel like the thing. craziest is yet to come. But anyway, thank you. Yeah. Um, well, we're excited that you're here today because you're going to kind of weigh in. You also brought some stories to the table that we don't always talk about. We're not big royal, uh, I feel like, family watchers. Patrick's not, no. are you? No. That's a shame. You're missing out on the most exciting celebrity family. What makes them so exciting? I'm just obsessed with them. I'm very traditional and I love royalty. Do you like Megan? And I love, yeah, of course I like Megan. Um, And I love them all. And (laughs) I'm probably more of a Catherine myself. You know, there was this story that came out. I don't know if it was true or not, but right after they got married, Princess Catherine wanted to be called, didn't want to be called Kate because everyone was calling her Kate. I don't know if this is true or not. And like everyone has ignored it. So I call her Catherine still because that is her that is her formal name. Do, they, do Ka- they still serve a purpose? Catherine and William. Oh, I didn't even know that she ever wanted to be called Catherine. Like I said, I don't know if that was some made up headline, but I took it as truth and I think they deserve their full royal names. I do not feel like they have a purpose anymore. Do you? I mean, aside from, I feel like it's a commercial business. I will now. say though, America is fascinated with them. Fashion, style. More so legacy. than our own people. Glamour. Do you think? I yeah, feel like people when are we, still celebrity well, no, obsessed when we have Kardashians. A, when we've had president's, president's daughters get married while in office, right? Yeah. Didn't Bush's daughter get married while he was president? I believe. Did One she? of them. Yes, I believe. I don't know. And if it was, was like, related to the royal family, I would know. And it was no big deal. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, I'm obsessed with them. But yeah, I'm so glad to be here and... You know, I'm having a great time, but I miss you guys, and it's great to be great to be down. You here. drove all the way from Philly for this. Why not? Wow, that's how big your podcast yeah, has gotten. You. I it decided really that I people... could help you get your sixth listener. <laughs> wow, <laughs> we have people coming wow. from all over the country to be on this podcast <laughs> internationally. We do. <laughs> so, are they going crazy over Bryce Harper up there? I guess so. I just have decided that Bryce Harper followed me. You know, back to Philadelphia. That's the extent of my commentary on Bryce Harper. Well, so that was really big news here, right? Obviously, this podcast we do once a week. So lots of times we backtrack and talk about some news that popped up last week. Um, So, okay, Patrick, you start. What did you think? This was big news here. I didn't think it warranted breaking news alerts, by the way, which it got like on every. We knew he was leaving. I mean, I'm not a DC sports fan, so I really don't care. He left. Um, I lived in Philly, so good for the Phillies. I think he'll be better served there. It's a better sports town. Much better. Not even close. Um, oh. Although he I feel did like that's say that's an aggressive statement to yeah. make in your new hometown. 
I mean, yeah, you've okay. always like roots here. How can you say that? It's not a good sports town. I've said it from day one. It's a it's a former Redskin town, still slightly or you know, yeah, quasi well, Redskin. Tr- yeah, it's not a it's a niche, so that you have a strong following, but on a niche basis for the Nats, Wizards, and Caps, and DC United, and um, Philadelphia is a true sports fan, uh, sports, sports town, town, without a doubt. But Bryce misunderstood Har- sports town too. Misunderstood sports fans. We don't all throw snowballs. At no, Santa. that's an old story, yeah. right? Um, or eat poop. I mean, I do remember what? when when you when um you guys when they won um I'm over here reading about the royal family. Oh, okay. when they won the when Super the Bowl. When the Eagles won the Super yeah, Bowl, they interviewed insane. the people downtown, and one guy was so excited he thing. ate horse manure to celebrate. I think he was so drunk <laughs> he ate. <laughs> Welcome to Philly. That's what I love about Philadelphia fans. Is anyone doing that here? No. <laughs> but like DC fans <laughs> are, I just find DC sports fans odd. Like, oh, we're going to hate Harper. We're going to boo him. Why? Why? He left. Because it's, don't you feel like it's 101? Wherever you sign, you have to be just inundated in that town. Tom Brady is not a Boston guy, but he gets it. When you're at a Yankees game, you don't wear a Yankees I hat. I told you Although on this podcast, when he put on the Las Vegas I agree with hat, you. that was the end of him. And that was his way of telling us he was not signing in Washington. That was it. I agree. He, I do. I think he knew like, then. And by the way. The Nats offered him a better deal than Philly. The Giants offered him, San Francisco Giants offered him a better deal than Philadelphia. And he ended up taking the Philadelphia deal. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. He didn't want to be here. So I feel like at the end of the day, if you don't want to be here, you don't want to be somewhere. You you go and you move on. $300 million. Yeah. Well. Damn. If he, Did if you get that on. to move back to Philly? I would take it. <laughs> <laughs> we would not say no. Well, look, we have you here. because What you, towns are offering $300 million? <laughs> Tell me. Okay, yes. Why do you well, have me here? No, we have you here because you have good political insight, kind of like you. Patrick. You guys have very strong views on politics. I love, um, Ronica, you've gotten even more vocal on your Twitter about um, whether it's Michael Cohen or President Trump or whoever you're talking about. So let's just briefly touch on Michael Cohen hearings that happened last week. They were pretty shocking as he basically went on, revealed all. If you believe it. You know, I'll tell you the moment where I... You know, I really like red lights went off when he said in the opening testimony, he says, one of my greatest regrets is lying to the first lady. The things that that man has done, I just that is such a stretch for me. That is immediately when I just said this is going to be a wash with, you know, questionable remarks. And then you have the thing that so many reporters pointed to him saying that he never wanted to work in the White House. Right. Of all the things you say you're coming clean about, why would you lie about that? He li- and they have him on. They have interviews and him saying that that was what he wanted I- was to work in the way. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought it was a nothing burger. And I'm being like, I'm not just saying that. I, I thought it. I was hyped up for it. We actually broke in on Fox 5 to cover it. OK. And how, about, many, how long did you break in for? About an hour in. We said this is this yeah. is nothing. He, you know, he, his opening statement was, was salacious, but then as you got into the meat and potatoes, he, he basically said Trump did not tell him to lie directly, but he inferred it or implied it or was implicit, you know. Uh, he said, that's a nice tie. That was like his example to yeah. say, to tell you to buy a tie or right. something like, I like, don't know, like, it was a little And then he said that he knows of no collusion. He said he didn't go to Prague. So the dossier where it said that Michael Cohen went to Prague to talk to Russian uh, individuals, that was false. It, it, it turned out to be nothing. And I think that's why you're seeing, 
you know, the anticipation of the Mueller report coming out is going to be a nothing burger. No collusion, no evidence of collusion. And with Cohen's testimony, I think really going nowhere. Now you see yesterday, Jerry Nadler, you know, chair of the House Judiciary, is basically um, subpoenaing or not not actually subpoenaing yet. He requested documents from 81 people associated with Trump, Trump's family, Trump's business. Um, it's a complete fishing expedition because they know the Mueller report is not going to be anything. And honestly, they they truly believe they will not beat him in 2020. So they have to figure out a way to get him out through impeachment prior to that. And I, I listen. I think it's it's going to hurt them. His approval ratings are in the 46, 47. Impeach him before twenty twenty. No way. Yeah. It won't happen that it fast. It looks bad for them. So Plus, they need you need to have an investigation. I mean, what people going. don't realize, and you guys do, you need sixty seven votes in the Senate. Right. That would mean fourteen Republicans would have to. I mean, it's just not going to happen. Right. So he's not going to be impeached. Will he be indicted after he's done being president? Who knows? I don't know what crimes he committed or didn't commit prior to him being president. Maybe he did with his business. But this is a complete throw the net out. Let's hope we catch something because they truly don't believe they can beat him in 2020. Well, the field is a disaster. So it's going to make it very difficult. I don't know who you think is going to win the primary. Uh, obviously, everyone says it's too soon, but I think uh, Kamala Harris could. I think Kamala, as she'll be of those in today, I think Ka- force in the primary. I think she wins the primary. Um, I do think if Biden gets in, he has a chance. Although I'm souring on him a little bit, I do think a Biden. You weren't sour on him already. No, just because of his name recognition. Mm-hmm. I think with so many people in the field, Biden and Bernie bring. 18 to 20 percent out of the gate which is significant in a field of 16 18 20 people so if you get it down to four or five i do think a biden kamala harris ticket would be formidable to be imagine Trump. if he's vice president again no no i meant him be, on what? The, oh <laughs> he, yeah, well, biden is president yeah. well he won't harris. he won't be the vice president oh, okay i no, don't know what no, you're saying oh, okay. no 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 he won't he wouldn't be um i just think the entire thing is you know, listen, we all know Trump's not perfect. We all know he, you know, I, about his business sense. But this clearly looks. And you know what? I always said the Mueller investigation was not a witch hunt. I agreed with that. He should have let it, which he did, run its course. I think it got way too long, kind of moved in all different directions. But this really will appear to be a witch hunt to many voters. And voters on the fringe. I know. It's scary. When you could, when you could win an election. In less than two years, this is what you're doing. Rather than working on infrastructure, immigration, healthcare, jobs, they're taking a big risk here. But Jerry Nadler said, listen, him and Trump, they're from New York. They didn't like each other from from way back. Nadler said back in November he was going to go after him. This is just pure. We're going to go after Trump, his family and associates. And um, I, I think it has negative political ramifications for the but Democrats. But you do believe, I mean, I think whether in Mueller's, you know, when that does come out, I mean, a lot of people are saying it's going to be the roadmap to basically a lot of illegal things that Trump has participated in. Don't you believe that? I no, mean, I don't. You don't think that no, he's done Mueller, anything? Mueller indicted, a lot how many people stuff. have, Mueller has, hasn't found anything related to some through to Russian collusion. I mean, well, everything he's no finding collusion. is just this, that. these unrelated crimes that... You know, he's just picking up in the meantime, 
but I don't want to agree with Veronica through this whole podcast. But the point people are forgetting but is he still committed crimes. Well, we don't know that. So Jerry Nadler literally said yesterday, and I have it here. Okay, can listen. we get Sarah Fraser's face on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. please? Sarah, listen to this for a second. Okay. okay. Yesterday in an interview, Nadler said it's very clear Trump obstructed justice. Okay, very clear. Then he said Democrats will need a good communication strategy before impeaching him. Then he said we don't have the facts yet. So he knows he's obstructed justice with no facts. That's not a witch hunt. Or do you think he, he when he's saying facts, he's referring to like the plan as to how they would impeach? You, I think people forget the last two years, the, the, the level of confidence that everyone, pundits, never Trumpers, Democrats have said he absolutely colluded. He was involved. His campaign colluded. Keep in mind, uh, Mueller has indicted multiple people. Mm hmm. For crimes not related to collusion. So if he saw evidence of Trump or his campaign had committed financial crimes or other, he would indict the grand jury. He would have taken it to the grand jury. Now, maybe he passed things on to SDN, you know, Southern District of New York. We, don't, we shall see. But I, listen, I, the Nadler part of this seems like a complete fishing expedition to me. Well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like he does illegal things all the time. And, you know, there's probably a roadmap of all the things. Now, collusion, I think you guys are right. I don't, I think it's been a long time for this investigation. I think they have searched to all ends to see. And it doesn't look like he did collude. But, I mean, come on. Even like this whole but Jared you, you Kushner, have, you know, you have, getting him okay, who clearance. Care, who, like, does anybody care about that? Yes! Why? Because he's like negotiating deals with, with Israel and setting up peace deals and all these things. And that person has been red flagged numerous times, as well as Ivanka Trump, to not have high security clearance. And yet, I mean, she's lying when she does all these interviews where she's like, oh, the president didn't, you know, intervene. Do we believe that for one second? You're talking about Ivanka? Yes. I just... This is a little off. I just think Ivanka doesn't get a fair shake for the work that she's doing that most... Democratic women would be really enthusiastic about if it was anyone else. In what way? In what Family way? leave, right? Actually putting that on the forefront and getting her dad to be okay with that. She'll often like temper her dad, bring him closer to the center on things where he might start a little farther out. She, she talks about things that are... criminal justice reform. Criminal justice reform. But the fact that the president has banned bump stocks. Like I go through this list in my mind sometimes on these accomplishments that he has in the first two years that Democrats would undoubtedly say are great things, but they refuse to say it. And they focus on a Mueller investigation that's turning up nothing and wasting time. And inadvertently, what, Patri what Patrick is saying is going to hurt them in 2020. I mean, it's so short-sighted and not focusing on what matters. They now, have a divided now field devil's that's advocate, moving too far left. It's going to be a mess. You could be right about now, that. Now, playing yeah. devil's advocate, to your point, <clears throat> I do, do I think he was a clean operator in his business dealings? Probably not. Do I think that he was trying to maybe get some deals done um, in, say, Russia with the, with the Moscow Hotel prior to to the election thinking he didn't have a chance to win i you know I, possibly i no i've never said trump's like this clean right. you know but this just feels wrong to me if you know why i whether it's a republican or a democrat it feels wrong that we're we're not investigating crimes or potential crimes anymore we're we're investigating people that's a dangerous 
because if it's it, it, you know if it's if it goes from Trump, keep in mind too, eighty-one people who associated with the administration. Some of these people were mid-level, low-level people who just wanted to serve the country, who believed in what Trump was saying or his mission or whatever. They're going to go broke trying to defend themselves with attorneys. Like that's not fair either. Like so, I think at some point this 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 has to stop. I thought the Benghazi investigation went on two years too long. That was a witch hunt. Too. I mean, I think it was worth investigating. People died in that. Sure, right. There were mishandlings, yeah. Mishandlings. But it went. It, it became Benghazi to let's get Hillary. And right. I said it then. It was wrong. Right. So I think it, go, it absolutely goes both ways. They need to do the people's work. And I think most people right now don't think this. I mean, it'll be interesting to see, like you guys are saying, if this, um, you know, House panel investigation, if this works in his favor. Because I agree with you. I think at some point people are fed up with another investigation so many investigations and can we hear more this... about amy klobuchar can we get those investigations into her using forks and for her salads can we get, <laughs> can we get news like that that's what i want to read yeah. about and talk about i agree i'll hear about her creating unsafe also, spaces I feel for like, her employees. i like her and i feel like they're like, oh she's mean to employees she's this she's that like it's already like that's that's coming from a democratic operative because they, f- they're I, the the pri- they are going to just rip each other apart in are. that primary. They are going to just destroy themselves. That's why I think Bernie. To the top. I That's think, totally from a Democrat leaking that information about her with the fork and the salad. Right. I mean, did you see today the report that uh, President Trump and uh, Ivanka both gave K- Kamala Harris money. money for three consecutive election cycles: 2011, 13, and 14. So, you know, people like Trump. And they liked his money until they didn't. <laughs> well, well, I mean, he picked a different side. I mean, isn't that politics? It's like. I guess. Or it's hypocrisy. all good if you're not running against me. But then once you're, a, once you're running against People somebody. People have that run against each other in politics and still haven't been as unhinged as people have become because of Trump. I don't know well, what it is. That's true. There will be books written and analysis done years from now about what about Trump made people People who you thought were reasonable, rational thinkers. I love when Rand Paul talks about Trump derangement syndrome. He really sums it up. He He does a great job talking about him seeing like his peers. And there's a guy who's going to vote against his um, national emergency Mm -hmm. because he and they'll still get along. That is okay. That it's okay to differ on policy. But I we can move on. But I think what's going on right now is gone overboard. Okay, we'll move on. Yes. We'll talk some other stories. Um, one that's actually local that's getting a lot of attention and is very bizarre is the Baltimore Panhandler murder story. Crazy. Um, that's now could be a whole TV show on how this went down. Um, but essentially a woman uh, several months ago was allegedly killed in Baltimore from pulling up to a stop sign. A woman was holding a sign that basically said, you know, need money to feed my child. She stabbed in the neck. Ends up by a guy. Not by, by a the guy. Woman. Right, a, a, right, right. So like she, the woman was she just She said she rolled down the window to give money to the panhandler and a gentleman, a, well, not a gentleman, a guy came up, stabbed her to death through the window. Now, of course, uh, Kevin Smith, her husband, and her stepdaughter, uh, oh, and his daughter, yeah, Valerie Smith, have been charged in that murder. Caught in Texas. Caught trying in to Texas. cross the border. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't read that part. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. late to the game on that. Yeah. I and, didn't know that. But, but still, we're not getting the details. They're, they're saying motive won't be released until trial. 
So we don't really know the motive of why they would have killed her. Just a story that took a 180 degree turn. Um, and again, you know, and there was no reason not to. And obviously it's a local story. So when I say the media, I'm talking about our own television right. station. Everyone believed the account. But, you know, great job on the uh, Baltimore Police Department yeah. to continue. Something didn't seem right with his story. Obviously, they didn't release that. Everyone bought the story, felt bad for him, the family, obviously we for the woman. Handlers. How about handlers. Oprah weighed in? He the Oprah tweet? The Oprah tweet. And he actually was going to start legislation on like anti-panhandling the, the husband the who killed the woman Smith, sorry, How, oh my gosh he really thought this through yeah oh very bizarre isn't it crazy but you were making this sounds point, like the Patrick. justin smollett i know which by the way we haven't heard anything about lately now it's completely gone quiet yeah. all has moved on why do you think that is like it's totally dropped it's america <laughs> we still have a we're race the next. we still have a blackface racist as the governor in virginia like, yeah, people completely forgot about that. And then his wife's handing out cotton. How did you feel? Okay, what was your take <laughs> was on that, by the way, Veronica? Is that bizarre? With what, the whole thing? The or? whole thing. And then her, um, yeah, she basically had a, I mean, everybody knows the story, but she yeah. had a group of school kids in, w- was trying to talk about slavery, the history of it, ends up giving out cotton, I guess, to everyone, all the kids who the some felt very offended. The only thing you need to take me to in the whole Northam debacle is the moment when he looked at his wife in like a discussion about whether or not he should moonwalk i mean (laughs) they are obtuse they are so out of touch speaking of moonwalk i mean michael jackson's in the news (laughs) that moment in in time was so shocking and it is all about politics and the next in line couldn't take over and the next in line couldn't take over and the next in line is republican so um you know, they'll just I, quietly. I will also say they'll, they'll call wait. for his resignation and then quietly move on. It is Trump's playbook, though. Like he just stay in office. It's not Trump's playbook to play how the events unfolded. No. Okay, that, so you can say staying in office is is part is a play, but there has to be some authenticity. And the problem with Ralph Northam and the reason why there's no authenticity in how this unfolds is because I think if we saw the truth, it would be horrifying. Yeah. But to come out first and apologize for being in the picture and then the next day say that it's not you in the picture and then contemplate moonwalking and then your wife's giving out <laughs> cotton on tours. And I, the, 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 the whole thing uh, is it's not, but it's, it's a level of ineptitude and the fact that this all started because he is talking about infanticide right i mean that is what that was the beginning of the worst week ever for ralph northam and arguably for the people of virginia because they got to see the true colors of who their governor is and i covered northam in that race for governor i mean so am i surprised that this story came out it is a surprising and shocking level of like a lack of awareness but well, don't Look you at these series of events that lead, like, that got us to this point. You say, okay, well, these people are out of touch, and the Democrats are going to turn the other way because. And he's the one who called Ed Gillespie the racist during the. Election. I remember that story. Yeah. Don't you feel like that was a direct result, though, of like you were talking about the late term abortion debate, uh, you know, debate that he'd had earlier that yeah, week. somebody dropped this yeah, because of that. Had leaked it. Yeah, I agree. But here's my thing. This is like always my argument in politics is. But Ralph Northam, a lot of people credit for doing a lot of good for Virginia in the regards to like Medicare, health care. Um, so isn't it the same thing as Trump? Like, I, I know you two are probably going to say, well, this is like what about ism? But it's like with every candidate. I mean, what candidate isn't flawed? 
obviously Ralph Northam has issues. Obviously Trump has issues. I will say this. I do think you see events unfold differently, whether when you find these things out before an election or after an election. And because he was in office when this came out, I immediately did say there's a very good chance he will stay in office. Yeah. And then the events that unfolded with the lieutenant governor and the attorney general. Right. This guy's not going anywhere. So may maybe it would have been different if we found out beforehand. But it's hard to say. It is hard to say. And I'm also for being able to redeem yourself. People make mistakes. It was 30 years ago. But I said to Sarah, he was- Is he sorry? No. I mean, does like, he even understand his what apology he did? His apology wasn't enough. And then throw what his wife did a few weeks later. And the fact that he was 25 in medical school. He, he wasn't an 18 or 19 year old at a Halloween party in high school, which doesn't defend it. But at the same time, you could- maybe understand it right. more so than a 25 year old but we can move on because we've talked about this a lot no, we, yeah. we have but you know it was good to hear you weigh in Ronica like your thought on it on the whole story well, obviously but speaking of moonwalk seriously have you watched Neverland or oh my Leaving God, Neverland Leaving Neverland I, I could talk I mean I, like I could take over this podcast you, for an hour you, and discuss do you like do you hate Michael Jackson more or less um, do you believe it I believe it I definitely believe it uh, I think I guess it's always I'm always fascinated by human decisions and how fame clouds people. I know you guys have kids, so you can weigh in. I do not have a child yet, but I guess what and I, I grew up with. I mean, I am in his wheelhouse in terms of age. Michael Jackson. My first Michael Jackson concert. I was in my mother's womb. <laughs> she talks about me kicking to the my only Michael Jackson concert, but still. I mean, I mean, thri I mean Thriller came out when I was in eighth grade. I. I believe it is. I don't know. I'm too young for that. <laughs> you both are. I'm the elder in the group. So, Sarah, I, here's my question. I, I started last night. How does it get to the point where parents send their children that's, to live there? I think that's right. The I mean, shocking. I have to get to yeah. that point. But I'm watching the first 30 minutes. I mean, it's making me enraged as a mother to even, you know, imagine what I know is going to probably unfold in this docu series. But. I just, for the life of me, yeah. I don't understand so I, how you I get I was saying that the place. same thing, but I will. So I was but, listening to Elliot in the morning, the radio show this morning. Yes. And everyone's like, oh, I don't know how to understand how a mom and dad leave their kid there. And and my first thought was, yeah, that's crazy. And then he said, you know, he he was like hemming and hawing. You know, he was like kind of, well, and he's like, all right, put it in this context for me. He's a big hockey guy and his kids play hockey. He said, if Wayne Gretzky, had a camp or a house and he and my son thought he could be a professional hockey player and he said leave your kid here for two weeks we're gonna play hockey every day we're gonna watch film he'd be like goodbye see you later I'll pick you up in two weeks I know and I know like sometimes you can't put yeah, yourself you in that context this but you might not like a camp though. I, we do have to this say no, no, again I'm and I'm not saying that's an equal to equal Compa I'm just saying like you he's trying to show some this is Patrick Pelley trying to show some compassion over here Sarah <laughs> Not him and by no means am I defending Michael Jackson what like I'm he human no he's showing compassion for the parents I what think I'm, that's yeah, what you're trying exactly. to say you're I'm trying saying to say. like sometimes you get intoxicated with the thought your kid could be a star or um like yeah I agree I, well, I, I was just trying to equate it to something that maybe my children will be stars that, no, they, just kidding well that's what happened right. with these parents right, right. they were completely the, the, the parents that only knew him for like four hours so that was a little much for me Right. Yeah. Um, they went well, off to the West Coast been... trip. I thought it was like they only knew him for a short period of time. Yeah. One visit, right? I... He'd come to Australia. Right. He ends up picking out Wade Robson from a dance competition and then really likes Wade, meets the family backstage, starts talking to them, brings Wade on stage, um, gives Wade some memorabilia, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, fast this forward was the, like a year this later. This was the greatest entertainer 
and the most popular person in the world world. at the time. Like you can't, I mean, if you didn't grow up with it, you can't really talk about Michael Jackson. Like this isn't Sarah. You didn't grow up like knowing that Michael Jackson was, I don't understand. No, I mean, I was really young. I mean, I'm please. I mean like young millennial. You're not a young millennial. She's younger than me. No, she's not. You're Are both you the younger same than me? I don't think so. I think I'm older. You're older than me. Uh, yeah. Maybe I wasn't. Wait a second. Are I don't we, think I'm I'm a proud 35. I'm 37. Yeah. Um, How do I appreciate the celebrity that Michael Jackson was? Michael never really did it for me. I guess, you know, I was more of a new kids on the block. Like I had their sheets. <laughs> I had their, a, like, that's a fair comparison. You know, I don't know. For some reason, I never got into Are you going to go to like a new kids on the block show now? Already been. You bend to them, the, bend to sync, bend to so Spice Girls. Date myself. Like now. Like no, they, I've already they, done it. But That's when the mean, thriller yeah. video, the first eight minute thriller video, for 13 minutes I, came I, out, I'm sorry, no. on MTV, <laughs> Yeah, it was like you you were in front of your television watching the thriller video. Like, it was unbelievable. Well, I mean, the documentary talks about that. He was able to do all this because you're talking a celebrity that almost transcends even yeah. celebrity now. But I think, you know what I think is the best part? I feel like documentaries like this and Abducted in Plain Sight. Have you guys seen that one? No, that one freaked the hell out of me. It's but so then I so saw crazy. your tweet. Like, just it's the so the crazy. trailer for Abducted in Plain Sight was horrifying. It's but then I saw you tweet. You said you thought it was fake or something. Is that did, Were you joking? Oh, well, or? It, is, it is so unbelievable when you watch it, what these parents allow the this parents neighbor. parents are similar. Like, or the, at oh, least what the they thought allow process. The you, could, you could equate. Well, no, the parents end up having sex with this guy, too. And then they, no, no, the I don't guy, mean the parent. I'm just saying, like, it's, oh, it's my. bananas. Yeah, how, the whole family does. It's how crazy. parents can be, like, so oblivious to what's really going on. I agree. I think if anything, Whoa. what these documentaries do. You just do, dropped a bomb I did not expect. Oh, wait till you watch it. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it. It's, it's like, spoil. it's crazy. But I think what these documentaries do is I hope they highlight having conversations with kids about child sexual abuse. Like telling a kid that it's not okay that because these parents never spoke to Wade Robson or um, James Safechuck ever about like sexual abuse or someone ever no one has the right to touch you so these guys never thought they truly thought that this was like something that a loving friend I does think we think it's crazy today and probably have less compassion for the parents then because now we are post you know the catholic church scandal post right. michael jackson scandals right our our like expectations are so different well, or you're, people. you're talking 40 right. years i mean ago. we have a totally yeah. new understanding of how we unfortunately can't trust people that we thought we could trust or didn't have we need to at least media. have some you questions have before. Right. right and he was michael jackson like there's no one even today who can but don't you guys as parents have like some spidey antennas like when a grown-ass man you would a grown-ass man that transformed himself from what he was to what he looked like Wait, and how he acted and... wants your kid to spend the night no way yeah well, why oh maybe what? No, Why? Why does he want to be with my child? Why? Exactly. This is a 35-year-old man who was asking these 8-year-old boys. I mean, nobody was but, like... But he didn't ask... Like, they didn't... Like, just to stay there. You're right. It wasn't a camp. I, mean, I was trying to make some sort of, like... Again, Sarah's trying to show some compassion yeah, okay. for the parents. That's over. Let Patrick have this That's compassionate over. moment. No, look. I mean, the best part is Oprah at the end does a one-hour sit-down. And Oprah really, oh, who also she? is a victim of child sexual abuse, mm. talks about how that these predators basically seduce the entire family, yeah. whether it's in abducted... That is true. You know, they buy them... They Wade Robson's family, Michael bought them a house. You know, he paid for everything. He flew them first class. I mean, he completely, like, paid for their apartment when they moved there. So you're talking someone who's 
who's funding But I don't life. think radio stations stop playing his music. I don't think. Really? I don't. Oh, I, I even think, still today, yeah, you're I don't. Right. I think somehow he. That's a great. Yeah, there's a few right. people, and I'll I'll give you an example. Mike Tyson, okay, raped a woman, went to jail for it. Yet, he's a he's pop culture. Like he's been in shows and movies, SNL. Like there, there's certain individuals for some reason that don't get hit with that boycott. Can't deal with them. Hmm. Now maybe Tyson, if that happened. 15 years later in today's culture possibly but Tyson, you don't think Maybe tyson did or something I, it, I think it's timing like tyson went away the person too i think tyson sure it's probably both tyson went away for a while was very quiet he did for several serve, years yeah, he served his like time. roseanne i actually think roseanne could make a comeback if she stopped appearing for a while on she just has to move to virginia programs oh my gosh <laughs> but don't you i feel like seriously like, um, i actually think she if she would have just gone quiet <laughs> Apologize, you're the Ronica. I'd be curious. Like, I think it would be fun to crisis manage people. Like, if I were Roseanne, it's a great tearful challenge. apology for one year. But I would not have done anything. Do a tearful apology. How about the? How about I think the, she did do a tearful she did. apology. But now she's gone on Candace Owens, and now she's yeah. And now she's again. right. How she's, about the state senator in Maryland yeah. though, who said the N word at the bar? To to I know that was a horrible. Why is quote. anyone saying the N word? Ever, and she's I still, do not understand. She's still in and office. I cannot even the governor like that conversation. By the way, Democrat from Maryland. Let me just say that. No, no, I'm just. I like, know, I know. When I, you I, read the story, like you had to get through nine paragraphs to find out she was a Democrat. Hogan, Donna Edwards, they've all asked for her. It would have been the headline if it was a Republican. Absolutely, I hate to and be that play that card, but it's one hundred percent. She's true. still in office. So you got Maryland and Virginia now, people saying crazy things and still staying in office. I mean, that quote was really awful. Awful. Yeah, she, I know. And she's blaming that she was too drunk. She doesn't remember what she said. It's even worse. I agree. And yet she's still there. I mean, it is crazy like the how these events unfold. So are you saddened from Luke Perry's death? Yeah, I was really shocked. Were you? I actually thought he... It was like when Joan Rivers... So was 90210 a big part of your childhood? Yes, So that you felt a connection to. Yes, all through high school. Watched 90210. Yeah, I was devastated when Joan Rivers died. Joan Rivers so was... I know that's like a random connection you just I know. brought up. What year was 90210 again? 90s. 90s. Yeah, I think it was done 90s. in 99. Wasn't right. the season finale like the last episode in 98, 99? Because I remember a watch party that we all had <laughs> back in the day. It was I was, like, I was in my last. early 20s. I didn't really watch it, but Luke Perry was like the most handsome star I mean, on the show. I mean, it was show. so hot. I mean, it was like the best show. Gorgeous. And now do you guys watch Riverdale? what a Riverdale? tragedy. What a horrible tragedy. I don't watch Riverdale. To die so young. I did want I him to pick Shannon Doherty, though, not Jenny Garth in 90210. Uh, I cannot comment on I have no idea. People would have won. Of, like, that's, <laughs> that, that plot line, I don't, I can't follow. So a stroke? Massive stroke. Massive stroke. Never recovered. And I'm, see, I'm, I'm you with you. I have, a, we, I have a million questions because my thing was, you know, with strokes, most of the time if you get to the hospital within three hours, they can reverse a lot. So my question was, was he home alone? Did I mean, did they miss that three-hour window? Oh do you think it was definitely a stroke? Or do you think there's something, like, drug-related or... I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I just. I don't know. I'm just saying. That's a great question. I mean, he's he's only 52 years old. I mean, you could have a stroke at any age. I think there's a lot less stigma around drug use and overdosing today because of the opioid crisis. So So I feel like there would be less inclination to lie about. I almost feel like people would be. Well, they would just say it's more compelling to like they would want to come forward Forward with that that. because there's such a national conversation. Obviously, Fox. That's my guess. Fox just announced a six episode run of reboot of 90210 but luke hadn't committed 
But by the way, they basically got all in um, in Zering. They got like uh, it, but, Brian and I think Austin it was Green. announced they got, like, that everybody day. Got. Oh my gosh! It was that day Fox yeah, announced it, was, and that right. night or that evening was when he had the stroke. Yeah, I was surprised. I, it was I equated to Joan Rivers because it was kind of like when Joan went into that coma. I was like, oh, she'll be fine. She'll come out of it because you're thinking like they can do so much with medicine. And I was thinking the same thing with yeah. him. Well, I'm sure they got him to the hospital in time. Yeah. He's just going to be. I didn't think he would die. I know that was. Really shocking news yesterday. Yeah. But you, but yeah, Ronica, that was hard. He's my age, 52. That's really, yeah. Oh my gosh. For all that work that Joan Rivers had done, I can't believe that's how she went. I know. You know, you, because I always think about those things. I know, Sarah, you and I talk about, you know, I'm obsessed with her getting face work done one day. Absolutely. And I would, I'm always afraid of that. And then that, just a random thing takes her. It's like so, oh, it's terrifying. It's crazy, right? You have no idea. Patrick doesn't have to worry about those things. No. Nope. No facelift in well, your future? I don't age. <laughs> you actually, he does, you, you, I don't know if I think he was It's Italian 52. skin. Yeah. Aren't you both Italian? Yeah. yeah. You guys don't have to worry. It's like say? Scottish, Irish. I mean, please. It's like. Yeah. So many wrinkles. Most people, when I say I have a 24-year-old, they, they're surprised. Yeah. I mean, they don't say I look 35, but they don't Do you think, think I'm 50. Do they being polite? They might be. They might <laughs> no, want something. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I weigh I'm all that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Who are they? What do they want from right, me? Right, right, right. No. I feel like now most men at 52 are just having like their first or they're on their second marriage. I mean, people, I'm sure people are in shock. They're like, wow, 24, you're still with your wife? Yeah, this is amazing. You, st- you did it the old fashioned yeah. way. <laughs> 24 and a 21. People act surprised when I tell them that I have two kids and I have a near one year old, which I always take as a very, <laughs> I love that. Tell me you're surprised more. It's amazing. <laughs> Selfishly, I'll always take the compliment. <laughs> I don't I, care what their intentions are or why they're doing it. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take it. It's like the best compliment. <laughs> so you, are you ready to have children this year? This is it. Yes. You better get started. Well, I You're had running a out of the year. I, and running out of eggs. I know. I'm like, running <laughs> out of everything. Don't go anywhere. They are. They're Why like shriveling up. Out? What's no, that? not. Yes. That's what my OBGYN tells me all the time. You're 37. Yeah. And she's like, post 35, you're geriatric. It's, you're considered advanced maternal age. Yeah. As a woman who's considering Didn't a third Didn't they change baby, that name now? You were I'm, called geriatric, yeah. right? No, they call it. And now it's, they say it to now you. Now it's advanced maternal age. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They they got more politically correct with that. Sarah, Mine's you're gonna like, do it. Let's start. Start, start trying tonight. Okay, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I gotta ease in. It does take so many months. It after. takes time. Just FYI yeah. on that. Okay. And so, you won't show for like five months. You'll fit in your wedding dress you bought. I think you'll you be should gorgeous. have the baby in 2020, so you could always associate it with Trump being reelected. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Donalda. Oh my god, I've been traumatized. Ivanka too. Okay. Do you have names picked we out? We're way too podcast. early for that. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh no, I need to. Like, first of all, I didn't even think I would ever. So, get what do you married. do for St. Patty's Day? Do you celebrate? Um, I don't really. My year, my see, like we're I'm looking for, for other that. drugs to do. Yeah, because now we're like, too old to go never out. Told on to drink St. green beer. I, don't I get know. such bad hangovers. Like I just I'm, feel like my... it's on a Sunday. It is on a Sunday, but what are you doing? What, yeah, have you what got is big plans? Patrick? Invite us. Let's yeah, no, all go I'll, hang I'll out and go, drink some green I'm beer. Go, yeah. What's go it to... like going out drinking with you? I can't imagine. Fun. Oh, why are I, we drinking yes. right now? So I went up to. Uh, I don't think we're allowed to drink anymore together. Can we drink here on for the podcast? We, we could. Should we be. should get some scotch. That's what we do at uh, the Hayfridge podcast. Yeah, right. We. I mean, now we have to all be politically correct. So I went up to uh, Hartford, Connecticut to visit my daughter this weekend. She just moved up there for a new job. Okay. Oh, awesome. And I had the best weekend. We just hung out. We went drinking, eating, 
Oh, I bet. You've taken your daughter to get a tattoo. You drink. Yeah. With, I mean, you have such an, a relationship that I think people aspire to have. I think I took her to get her nose you, ring also. Well, you just seem to like have an honest relationship with her. I think that's very, you know, whoever no, your great. kid wants to be, yeah, you want to like cool. be able to have them trust you and connect with you. I think that's very admirable. Yeah. It says a lot about your, you as No, a we had a real good, no, we had a great time. It was fun. I, yeah, that is true. I think it is cool. I weigh and I drank way too much because everything where she moved is walking distance, which is sounds great in theory when you're 25. It's great when you're 52 and you just walk and eat and walk and eat and drink like it's like you're feeling it. No, because you have that extra third drink or four like because you're no, you don't don't have have to drive, drive. which is fun. But I can't drink like I used to. Mm. Oh, my God. You're telling me. Were you you once a good drinker? Yeah, I think so. But now, I mean, I just went out the other night. I had just one martini. That was what? it. What? We need to get you wasted. One we need to, you need to get <laughs> drunk. Sarah, we need to I kind of like... was. <laughs> <laughs> That's the oh, problem. No. When you hit the one martini wasted yeah. days, you know. Well, you know, I, had a, I just had a baby. I mean, it takes a while to build up your tolerance again. But... We need some gummy bear edibles, and you need to have like a couple <laughs> drinks, and we need to hit the town. Well, aren't you going to kick me? That happened in New Jersey. A, like an eighth grader or seventh grader was giving out. Gu- edible gummy bears or what do you call it? gummy bear edibles yes. i don't know the weed lingo but we'll whew. just have some edibles and then are, uh, are there going to be edibles at your wedding sh- oh please i'm sure is I'm Maine sure. is it legal in me yes okay yes so there you go Patrick, i have not invited no my gunkles were growing but then i think their crop something happened to it so you know <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh, God. <laughs> Why? oh no comments okay we'll, we'll move on <laughs> All right. Look, do we have time? We probably don't have time. You probably have. Uh, do we have time for any more stories? Is there got, was there anything else you guys wanted minutes, to hit? Five Patrick more minutes. has a station to run. Yeah, that's true. You have five more what minutes. What else? So, what do you want to add? We got a few I don't more minutes. Add anything. anything? I'm just here for the for the party. No, you were here for the great Michael Cohen discussion, which I was great. So. You guys broke down the investigation uh, that the Dems so. are planning. We agreed a lot, but we had fun. Yeah, I hope so. Always good to get caught up on pop oh, culture. Oh wait, you want to talk royal family social media? We did a little bit. Oh, we did. Okay. Yeah. That one you did throw in, which I thought was interesting. So the royal family put out some guidelines it's not guidelines for them it's guidelines, it's guidelines for, the for followers. us right yeah. so tell me about this i thought this was a it good it just says that you know if you want to participate in the royal family social media pages be prepared to be blocked i mean what seems more appropriate oh, and royal family-esque than saying you know if you don't act classy in these in these parts so you're out <laughs> i'm not a royal family person I, how do you feel I about blocking them. i adore them as a, as a tv station as you when you run a station you guys ever block anybody um, on your socials this. I can weigh in on this as former talent. Yeah, go ahead. I don't do it. I don't block because it oh, just makes them mad. I used to block this one person would create this. It was actually terrifying. He would create this account that had this brunette woman with a black eye that was like sort of resembling me. I probably shouldn't bring this up I, on the podcast, but no. I would block him. And then he would make the account again and then block them and I, make the account again. I, and one day I stopped <clears> blocking them and they just left me alone. If somebody disagrees with you. Wow. If somebody, if somebody vehemently disagrees with you and is constantly... I don't. I still don't think you should block as a as a reporter. I, although if they're inappropriate, vulgar, being sexist, racist, yes, I think you have a right to block them. Yeah, they don't, they don't and then, stop. And I the station too, would the station would do what we can to block them as well. But short of that, I mean, what do you care? Like, just that's my. I mean, yeah. They. You, don't, I just don't think they go away. I did turn off my messages on my Facebook page because people could just say anything, and it was private. Where. There's something about the, even though Twitter still can be a horrible place, it's still all these pub, you can shame them because it's public. Right. But those they can private messages, messages on yeah. Facebook, they were out of control. So I just turned them off. But yeah, I, don't, I, I tend not to block people because it's like, they'll just make a new account and bother you some more. Yeah. That's all right. It, 
I agree with you though. Yeah. I mean, at some point, it's always a line of balance. Of Did people harass line. you after crashing? Did anyone get on you in a bad way? No, but there was a guy trolling the show who basically feels that crashing is too white. So he was he had auditioned for the show. He feels that Pete Holmes is like he he had this kind of funny tweet toward to Judd Apatow and Pete Holmes about he's like, oh, great. Another white male comedian who had to sacrifice nothing to get on stage and talk about nothing and then hook up with like a pixie white chick at the end. (laughs) I was like, okay, well, speaking of which, real quick, did you see Bernie Sanders did an interview and I thought his response was pretty. So the, the I can't remember who was interviewing him said. 44 out of the 45 presidents in the, our country have been white males. Yeah. And he, and he said, do you think the country wants another white male? And he said, I hope this white male. Which, you know, how else are you going to answer that? That was a good way for him to right? answer. Yeah, that is I mean, a good, it's just, yeah. he's hoping he's the 45th out of 46. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was interesting. He's not going to win. You don't think His so? His time has passed. Too old. Ugh. No, not it's not about age. But I mean, America, I think, has maybe lost the appetite. I, there, there'll be a there's a newer, fresher face. Where that we is seen Beto? Before. Well, when will he? I mean, <sighs> I love him so much. Oh my God! Based Young, on what? Congressman um, lost the Senate race. You know what? Based on, I bet you he does not a, have a Ralph Northam story in his past. Based on, I he feel probably like he doesn't. Understands he probably people doesn't. I will agree with you on races, that. Which we'll is what this country's about. Don't. Don't, even but give don't give anyone such high expectations, Sarah. You never know. Ronica, where can people follow you and find you? At Ronica Cleary, all the platforms. We love you. Thank you for being on. Patrick, what's going on? I mean, you know, we need a state of the station we basically on to. this podcast. We're going to do a live Facebook uh, for the one year anniversary of the podcast. I can't wait. Ooh. No I'm editing. Gonna, I'm going to. Whoa. Great. <laughs> we're going to so we're, we're throw caution to the wind. So many questions. Will you, you call me if that backfires, Patrick? I'll help. <laughs> uh, where can people follow Patrick, you? Patrick GM Fox Five DC. Okay, good. We, yeah, we we need an update on like it or not. What's ahead? So everything's great. I know that show you, is doing really well. Do you see my tweet this morning? Our morning show yesterday was eight times of the ABC and CBS in the morning combined. Really? Beat CNN, MSNBC, and Fox and Friends combined. Whoa! Amazing. amazing. We're killing it. You guys are killing it. Everybody in town knows this station and watches. Yeah. Okay, we'll All see right. you guys next Thanks. week.